yo, 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 ha ha, yeah. You have now entered in squared circle 101. You got your man Santino Iliano, Mr. Pinky Ring Shining. Now with me, he's the president of the Bush and T fan club. So he's not only a president, but also the client, my man Shooter. Now we've got another great episode. We are talking about number 20. You can hit us up at facebook.com forward slash squared circle, squared circle 101 at gmail, and on Twitter it's talking smack 101. So if you want to talk some smack, you know where to find us. Let's get it started, man. The champ is here. Now, I know I'm feeling good. Are you feeling good today? Man, we approached another milestone, man. So we had Thanksgiving. We had Thanksgiving last week, which is a good episode. And then now we got episode 20, man. You know, I think we're episode taking monumental 20. strides right now. Monumental strides. Now, one of those monumental strides is I want to just brag a little bit, but we have our first sponsor. IamRCF.com. If you are anywhere in Western Washington and you want to feel better and challenge yourself, go to IamRCF.com. This is Renton CrossFit. Nominate, they are the winners best in Western Washington three years in a row by King 5 and Evening Magazine. That is not some title that they just hand out. So if you go to IamRCF.com, you pick your selection. Tacoma, Renton, Bellevue, it doesn't matter. Once you click on it, you dial the number and call, and you tell them Squared Circle 101 sent you, and they will give you a two-week free workout. Anybody else walks in, they get one. But if you say Squared Circle 101, they're going to give you two weeks free to try out. So if you think you're fit, if you think you're tough, I think it's time you test that. Because I know Robert Guerrero did. He's a world-class fighter. He does CrossFit too. So find out what you're worth. I am RCF.com. Make sure you click on that website and click the closest gym to you. And make sure you tell them Squared Circle 101 sent you, and they will give you two weeks free to try it out. Find out what you're worth. Get better. Feel better. How are you feeling, my brother? You know what? I've always wanted to be in a place of position where I can say, hey, tell them I sent you. It actually means something. Right? So, you know, I, uh, you know I feel a little accomplished there, right, man? Tell them I sent you. you. Tell them Squared Circle 101 sent you. They give you two weeks free. Man. Now, you got something good for me, right? Uh, so, um, just like we said on the Thanksgiving episode, man, there wasn't, there wasn't enough time to really appreciate everybody who's been supportive of this show. Uh, I love this. I, lo- I love this recording. I love everybody who stays involved, man. Especially, uh, shout out to all the different countries out there, too. Netherlands, UK, Saudi Arabia, man, India. We can't even we can't even name all the places, Russian man. We're, get, we're, we're, we're getting there. And we're, um, Manchester, you- it is so there was something that, that it was a uh, 20th episode so it's the repeti- it's the repetition of affirma- affirmations that leads to the belief and once that belief becomes a conviction things begin to happen so what that's saying is man with us coming together with the show we always talk about how we both took our own journeys and we ended up at the same place to be able to put this stuff together man and then every day we send in we're sending each other like, you know, motivation, motivational things to keep each other encouraged, man. We always say, hey, man, it's going to it's gonna come. We're going to make it happen. We're going to make it happen. It's no longer. It's no longer, man. We are we are taking we are taking strides with this, man. So like we are one more time, man. It's the repetition of affirmations that lead to belief. Once that belief becomes a deep conviction, things begin to happen. You got to believe in what you're doing. You got to believe in what you're doing. Don't do it half ass. At least do it whole ass if you're going to do it, man. 
we're gonna have to title this episode. You know, you gotta believe in what you're doing because yeah. there's no way that quote's gonna oh, fit. Oh no, it's not. No, it's, not so you gotta believe in what you're doing. But that was a good quote, my brother. Because usually I got something smart, something maybe on level six on on the funny scale to say. But that was a good one. You had me thinking. You had me feeling good. But I'm loving it because I'm always feeling good when we're here to talk about the sweet science. Your power hour of pure entertainment. This is my favorite day of the week. We had another fight weekend going on. Not as exciting as the last one, but a decent fight weekend overall. Considering there were some good milestones, and there's still a lot of fights coming up. We are here to talk about it. We are here to discuss about it. And let's let's go off and give a little bit of credit here to uh, an up-and-coming fighter as we recap. Uh, Jake Ball versus J.J. McDonough. Now... I don't think either one of us heard of these fighters. Nah. Now, I know that he was fighting the same day as the Terry Flanagan, which we'll cover. And I happened to see it, the video on YouTube, and it just showed the title of the two fighters. But I noticed the time. Two minutes and 12 seconds. What does that mean when you see a time that short? It's going to be bad for somebody. It's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. Gonna, somebody, somebody ain't going to make it out that round alone. Yes, sir. And then uh, we got to... So, the app that you guys can, whether you're listening to the show, whether it is, you know, a square soak, you can find that on your iOS or you can find it on your Android. There's a special section in there called KTFO. You got knocked up. Look, the, you, can, you, you can listen to our previous episodes to find out what's in there. But uh, this Jake Ball and a JJ McDonough fight, you're, it's definitely going to be one in there. So if you got a couple minutes to check that out, that's all you really need is a couple one of minutes. One fighter walked in undefeated. <laughs> That's all I can give you. You have to go in and find it. It'll be up there. It'll be up there by the time you read this on, or by the time you listen to this and watch it on Thursday because that's what we're here for. Jake Look, Ball versus K- JJ K- KTFO, those aren't we don't have we don't have things in there that's like, you know, TKOs or the sat sat out in the corner or didn't, you know, you know, spit out his on the stool. You're that, man. You're going to start trying K- to steal that KTFO, from the KTFO. These are the these are the sleeps. These are the Marquez and Pacquiao. These, These are, are the. Some of you guys may refer reference this as a world star moment, I guess. Yeah. But we call it a KTFO because yeah. that is going to be probably a better description for it because a world star could be anything. That could be just catching your girl cheating on you. That could be hey, a, a good brawl hey, fight. But usually when somebody's over but, a shopping cart. but usually when somebody's yelling world star, somebody's getting slept. Somebody's famous. Somebody's famous at that moment. Not in a good way either. Not in a good way at all. Like uh, what was that comedian Flip who got knocked out by the chick? Flip something. Anyways, we ain't talking about here. We ain't here to give you any props. We're t- let's talk about Terry Flanagan and Orlando Cruz. A little bit of background about it. Orlando Cruz was the first openly gay fighter to actually uh, come He's, out. Yep. Actually come out. We're talking about the closet, of course. <laughs> now, um, Orlando Cruz, this is his second shot at a world title fight. His first shot was against Orlando Salido, and he lost that one. Uh, Terry Flanagan, best thing I can say for Terry Flanagan, he looks good in the fight, but... No, he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't got it. You ain't look, man. He's not our friend. We don't right know now. Like he's got that. the longest streak for defending titles for any UK champion. So anybody in the UK, if you're listening, celebrate the wins, celebrate the W's as you get them. Because Flanagan was way too big for Cruz. He was, you know what? So oh, you know, watching that, he was way too big for Cruz. But the thing I had a problem with is I thought he could impose his will a lot more. Like yes. I thought he should have been able to yes. take advantage of that size. If he you're bigger have, than somebody, he should have been able to overpower a, him. He, but uh, but Orlando Cruz wasn't even ready to fight. Really, it seems like he he was very timid. He could have went inside. It's one of those things when you it, it's easy to talk it, but when you get there and you see how big the dude really is. And where he's and how 
how close he's to you and how big those hands are. And it's like, ah, maybe this wasn't the best idea to move up and wait. Because he moved up from 122 to 120, I'm sorry, 126 to 130 just for a championship shot. Just for a championship shot against a guy who's who's got his last wins for Terry Flanagan were legit wins. Uh, let's see here. Uh, he beat uh, Jose Pedraza, I believe. Let's, let's pull it up here. We're going to look that up. Terry Flanagan with his most recent wins. I know he's undefeated as a fighter. And then Orlando Cruz with his... He's he's a decent, solid guy. If you didn't know Orlando Cruz now, you, you might have saw him last year because he came out... What's the word I'm looking for? I'm going to say bright. <laughs> I'm going to say very bright. Um, at the weigh-in, he had some Speedos. Kind of looked like something you see after a rainy day under a cloud. That was at the weigh-in, Speedo form. Eh, okay, that's pride for you. Now, eh, okay, this one he came in a little bit more professional with just his red, white, and blue colors from Puerto Rico. Terry Flanagan came in. Terry Flanagan didn't have a robe. It was old school kind of Mike Tyson style. No Mike Tyson-esque at all in him. Good jab. Worked... Worked Orlando Cruz probably gave him a little bit too much respect though, because Orlando Cruz was able to use his footwork to get in and keep it close, but it no was, jab at all. No man, what it was, it was a weak sparring session. Man, I don't know what fight you was watching. Like a weak I, sparring I said, session it was a that I was spark. articulating. It was, it, you, you you described it very well. Man. Like if Thank I didn't you. if I didn't watch it, I I would watch yeah. it. Now but you know that I can sell a sparring session. You can't you buy it as a fight. It respect was, the game, son. Hey man, it was it. Was, it was boxing. It was something to watch. TKO round uh, eight. Round eight, yeah. Orlando Cruz yeah. couldn't. He just didn't want to. He just yeah, didn't want to continue. He just, he just didn't. Yeah. But the thing is, it didn't even look like he really got hurt either. So no, it, it seemed to be the theme of the weekend. <laughs> I guess you could say it was a. Uh, little shots fired. Must have are must those, have missed those, the memo on that are, one. Are, are that email shots? that went out. I guess it was like, hey, this is a. I don't know what to call this one. This is a Q and question for the word quit. No, nah, no, what you were talking about, uh, what you were talking about, Terry Flanagan, like one of the things he was, uh, Di- Diego Magdaleno was, uh, you know, uh, Jesse Magdaleno's, was that his brother? His older brother, His yeah. older brother. Another That's Vegas what, boy right there, so. he tried to come into the UK, get the win, did not end well for him either. I believe he got KO'd in early rounds, mm-hmm. and then Derry Matthews' rematch fought that they fought earlier in the year, I believe Terry Flanagan did get a knockout. Now, he's walking around at 130 pounds for this fight, right? Yeah. So he's uh, they were both southpaws, and and of course styles make fights. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, you know Terry Flanagan, 32, 32 wins, zero losses, only thirteen knockouts, which means he's a he's a boxer. So he got really, the win, but really should have got a punch. better looking win than that. Yeah, he got, got it. I mean, on the record, if you're looking at it on the box score, you're looking at it on the records. It says TKO, so he's going to get a, he's going to get a knockout. When you see for the that, size but. difference on them. It's, I, I he thought it should have been. He, he should have been really leaning quick. on him and posing his will. Orlando Cruz, I love you, brother, but you should have not have made it. It was right literally, it was li- it was literally six rounds of feeling out. The like feeling I out. like. Hey, was that a gay pun? No, it was not. Okay, it was not. You can't say that nowadays. You know that, right? You can't. I can't say gay pun. I don't know. Is that a rapper? Anyway, I digress. Let's get back to Terry Flanagan right here now. This man did one of these things that I would re- I would never recommend anybody really do. There's certain people you don't call out. One of them is Triple G. Another one is Vasil Lomachenko, who was another fighter that fought this weekend as well. Now, they're all at about 130, 126, 130 pounds. They could all fight each other, probably even 135. Terry Flanagan 
you got a good streak and a good run going. Don't start calling names that you can't fight outside of home. Because that might be your only advantage right now is fighting at home. Now, the 130-pound division is stacked. Now, let's go to Lomachenko Walters real quick. before we get, And I want to get back to Terry Flanagan here. Where do you want to start? I don't even care who was right on who picked this fight. Because you, 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 were, you were right. I'm not even proud about this one because Lomachenko, we both knew he, that he would win, right? Yeah, and I'm, for some reason, you decided to be a racist and go with Walters. Yes. Yes. I yes. understand. You know he's Jamaican, right? Yeah, same, he's not even a still, real black. The only thing, the only, no, the only reason. Coolest accent to the world. Listen, listen, but. listen. It was just a boat stop. Yeah. He's black. It was just a boat stop. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. I like that. <laughs> now, Nicholas Walters, the axe man. He left his axe at home, or his the axe he was carrying was a guitar because he was doing nothing but playing. I don't know what he was thinking. It was a virtual. It was a shutout. It was a shutout. It was a shutout. It was a. It was a. It was a. Lomachenko that good or Walters that bad? I think Lomachenko. I think it's no. I think it's fifty fifty. You're probably right. I think it's fifty fifty. Lomachenko is that good. Like he's. You know, Orlando Salida just had the right regiment to beat him. You know, just came in overweight, just over bullied him like. Yeah, he, that's how he knew he was going to fight, though. Lomachenko has angles and speed. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, he really is. And then um, I just thought Nicholas Walters, he... Overwhelmed, man. He was just so, he was overwhelmed. I, and you know what? I hate... You know I hate calling people scared. But after, after, after that output, it was reason... There was a reason why this fight took so long to mature and yeah. it come to flourishing. Because we talked about that some episodes back. And then I gave... I gave just like I would give any fighter I'll give them I'll always give them the benefit of the doubt I can't say I well, can't say they're just scared mainly about I, money yeah, mainly about money mainly Walters, about money that's what I was Walters hoping it was probably about still didn't get the amount he he deserved because for, Walters is undefeated yeah he walked into this fight he as the knocked under, he, out Nonito Donaire yeah he came in he came in nobody knocks out Nonito Donaire nobody for real and that's for so, real so I gave him the benefit of the doubt but like I looking back you know hindsight he could have been scared. Maybe he saw something. I never understood. I, I don't think he was scared. I think uh, I think Lobacheco is the real deal. Yeah. And everybody's going to tell you that he's a real deal. But it's one of those things like Jordan or Floyd. You don't believe it until you see it. Because then you get in the ring with him. And you're like, wow, this is the real thing. This is really going down. Now. All right. So for all you guys who didn't watch the fight, Nicholas Walters quit. He quit. Theme so, of the weekend. so this was this was something that you have to like. I'll get it up as soon as we can in our recent bout section. Quit. I never saw any fi- just like the with the Terry Orlando Cruz and the Terry Flanagan fight. I didn't see any immediate see, well, Orlando problems. Cruz. He, he did it like kind of like how Willie Monroe did it with Triple G. You know, he was he got knocked out. He got up, looked at the ref, was like, "Yeah, I'm done. That's it. I'm done." Nicholas Walters went sat back in his corner, and he was like, "You know what? He just he's I can't I can't That's do it. it no more. I can't." Got up. No. Waved it off. Went try to go give Lomachenko props and stuff for the fight. With he he did all that, and it was it was crazy how he would just quit on the stool because this is the Axe Man who's got some good devastating wins, good devastating knockouts for a hundred twenty six hundred thirty pound fighter. Now Lomachenko is a beast. You sent me a great article about him being something about the pound for pound fighter. Do you think? Now, he doesn't deserve the top pound-for-pound ranking based on resume alone. Yeah. But do you think he is the future of the sport and probably best there is right now? All right. And so, actually, you know what's really funny is, like, I told you to remind me some stuff because, you know. Danger Zone Boxing Talk. 
Danger Zone Boxing Talk. So no, I'm not. I'm gonna get into that. I'm gonna get into okay. that later. I'm gonna get into that a little bit. I, just I right you after would. That's that. That's why so. I didn't bring it up right away. So with this, I, there was a few articles. There was a few articles that I read about this. Now we're talking about Vasily Lomachenko. He is every bit as advertised as he should be. My man is the lost or Silito. The angles he showed Walters was crazy. Now check this out. He's not doing nothing that a Pernell Whitaker or Guillermo Rigando or Floyd Mayweather or anything, especially early Floyd when Floyd was knocking people out. Early Floyd, Early yes. Floyd. So, but Guillermo Rigando and Pernell, now, yes. Yeah, he now, he, he, he got them top now, check, at seven fights. Now check this out. Is the world – and you know we, we have to go here – Eventually, is the world looking for a great white hope? He's he's Russian. I've he's not white. Doesn't matter. It it's doesn't matter. No, I'm asking. No, I'm asking you that too because like he's a great fighter, but he hasn't done. He, he no no no. It's not a rhetorical question because he hasn't done nothing that would spark up. What? When's the last time somebody was seven wins and a loss? We're talking about pound for pound the best. You know who his third win against, right? Who's his third? Gary winner? Russell Jr. Okay. Gary yeah. Russell Jr. At the same, at an the same established time. Gary Russell Jr. An established Gary Russell Jr. Which with who, who everybody with was looking forward to them to fight as a majority decision. He worked him. He worked. He worked him. He, he won. He worked him. He won. But at the that same was his time, his third professional fight, dog. His third professional fight. Gary Russell had twenty four. No, that that's understandable. We've seen people with way more fights with people against so way less fights. You don't fights. think he's a real deal? No, I didn't. Did I say that? That's what I'm trying did to I figure no, out. No, right didn't, no, no. Are you going to say you, that? Just like I do my women. Did I say that? Are you going to? Did I say that? Are you, gonna, are you insinuating? I'm it insinuating. Sounds like you're insinuating. I'm insinuating. No, I'm not saying. I'm not saying that he's a. I, he's a great fighter. I like him. Hey, great white hype. Great movie. Great White Hype is a great movie. great movie. But, like, do you, do you see any truth to that? Because you got Guillermo Rigando calling him out for a catchweight. Well, Rigando, you don't get to call nobody out, bro. Why not? Because cause you're at 122, and you should have left that a long time ago. He should have left it a long time ago, but he's so, talking about catch. He's talking about catchweight. Lomachenko can fight at 126 still, probably. Mm-hmm. So, because he's young. So, if they fight at 126, oh, I don't even know who I would pick on that fight. Just to be that guy, I'm going with Guillermo. I would if if it was to happen, but I'm not. But I but that's not even a that's not even a strong conviction because Lomachenko is still. We have I don't we still haven't seen the best of if yet. If, if Guillermo can go down to 118 and fight Chocolatito, who'd you pick? Chocolatito going up overboard. Guillermo Rigando is one of the most technical fighters, man. I'm always going to take the boxer, man. Yeah, like I'm not I, sure. Yeah. I'm not sure anybody under 122 can beat him. Yeah. Either, so. so no, but no, but uh, but you still haven't answered the question. Do you think you think uh, boxing is looking for the great white hype? No. You don't think so with this because not like, with him. If 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 they were trying to find a great white hype, it, it would be Canelo because he's not white but white. Um, just because they would want someone that's going to be more familiar to Americans than than uh, than, than someone whose country of origin is has once been an enemy by Cold War. If if you're looking at a hype, something you're going to hype and advertise. Lomachenko got that got that pretty boy white boy he, look he, that they he want. Has a, he has that stigma. He's, man, he's got look at him. He's got look, power. Look at that face. Look at that chisel. Look at that chiseled jaw, man. It's a good, it's a good looking man right here. Look him up. Just 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 get the microphone on your phone and just say Vasil Lomachenko. He's a pretty dude. 
Ain't gonna lie. But Gray White hype, I don't know, man, because look, if you got somebody <sighs> this early in their career, seven with but seven wins and five knockouts. He's the only Olympian like this to, to demand top fighters from his promoter. He signed with top rank. It was like, no, I don't want I don't want tune ups. I want the best of the best of the best. And Bob Aaron was like, it just doesn't work that way. And he said, Why not? He's like, well, I don't know why not. And then he got, that's why he got lost his second fight. But he's been serving him up ever since. He's been serving. The only way to beat this dude is to come in overweight. Look, man, there's so many. Look, the same the same reason why we talk about why I don't like MMA mm-hmm. is, you know, cats will have 10 fights and can be considered a champion, man. When you talk about pound for pound, you got to have a longer resume than this, okay. man. I need I'm to glad see, you I need, said I need that because over the course, this the is a segment we was to- actually written to go into. Do you want to talk about this danger zone boxing talk real quick before I go okay. into this? Yeah, I'm gonna we'll talk about this danger zone boxing talk. Let me get in danger. here. I read a I read a great I article. To the danger zone. I, I'm on highway to the danger zone. You know how much I hate you? I like I hate like I hate you a lot. No, you don't. No, I don't. And you guys forgive me because I just had this I just had this article up. It's and okay. it was it's it, and it was do. when I when I first read it. But you know what this is? This is Squared Circle 101. Facebook.com forward slash Squared Circle 101. Make sure you tell your friends about it because we need more listeners and more views. You heard we got our first plug. We got our first official sponsor because we doing things. This is episode 20, and this is the sweet science and your power hour of pure entertainment. Make sure you reach out to us on Twitter at TalkingSmack101 and download that Squared Circle app. It's available in i in iTunes and the App Store and Google Play. Just search it. You'll find it. All right. So uh, the article, well, it wasn't even an article. It was just a thing I saw in the Danger Zone Boxing Talk. And it had to deal with <laughs> one of the funny things. So Nicholas Walter, so we always said that he, we said that he quit. And uh, I, I don't know if you've been on Instagram to see any of the memes. Like they had a they had yes, a picture of they had a picture of Damian Walters. I mean, uh, Nicholas Walters, and uh, it was double tap to give him a heart. It is so like they just had they just had a heart <laughs> out out wow. cut out of the middle of his chest, it's and you know flash. Instagram, you know he double tapped to get the heart. I, I was dying at that. That's uh, a good one. That's a good it, one. Was, it was a great one. That's but great then one. also I saw this, and it's kind of like. I feel kind of hypocritical about this too because I th- I'm a firm believer everybody should die on their shields. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, this uh, thing from this Danger Zone Boxing Talk, uh, I'm going to read this verbatim too. It says, Boxing is the toughest and loneliest sport in the world. Mm-hmm. An average of 10 boxers die every year due to boxer-related injuries. Mm-hmm. If a boxer does not want to continue with the match and says enough is enough, the fans are quick to call him a quitter mm-hmm. or a bum. Mm-hmm. But those actions of him choosing to stop on his own might might have saved him from his his life True. some fans need a reminder like this of the bravery and demands of being a boxer to fix their perspective respect and appreciate those who have the courage to enter the chamber of truth think twice before throwing insults at a fighter no boxer is a bum rest in peace to all the fallen soldiers hey, so i do re- i we had really a, we had a we had a fighter recently within the last week or two who died on his first professional boxing fight yeah so that is a good statement to read now orlando cruz who after got knocked down realized he was overmatched he stopped. You heard about Peter Fury or uh, one of these Furies? Obviously, yeah. the family has a, uh, you know, a, a, there's a, a history of, of mental, <laughs> of, I, I would say mental uh, disorder, possibly, you know. But um, he basically, after the fight, he sent out three tweets that 
some people say it showed that you can't be open about your sexuality in a combat sport. And then other people all did it was show his ignorance. But he just tried to make some knocks on him about being about his sexuality and losing the fight. And it, it wasn't even funny though. He said, he said, oh, what is it? Don't worry about my position. Fighting men, I want to see, not something else. But he, uh, but he put it at Orlando Cruz, right? Not even funny, right? Disrespectful. I don't like this. I don't like this. And then uh, he he deleted that tweet as well. And then and and uh, of course Orlando Cruz, being the class gentleman he is, he just he responded back with, "Hey, with some just polite thank you for all the fans that watched the fight. You know, it's a, it's a tough sport, blah blah blah." But there was two other tweets from Peter Fury. That were basically the same thing. I don't even want to go through them because this show make me mad. I'm, and then I'm not even gonna like Tyson Montana, you know. After this, <laughs> but it's crazy because this guy this had nothing to do with his sexuality, and he was just overmatched, and he decided that to call it done. Yeah, it's wasn't it Manny Pacquiao's friend who died in his first boxing match before, first, right before, right, right before, before he, he fought, in the ring. and he still got right it, man. So it's it's easy to look. It's easy to criticize. Like, I mean, the thing is, I got into, I got, I've always loved boxing, but I got into boxing late, man. So I don't have an amateur background, an extensive amateur yeah. background. I got some sparring under yeah. my belt, but at the same time, is nine times out of ten. Nobody's really has the heart to get in there, yeah. man. Boxing, it's not a sport My you play. My entire background is martial arts. Look, look, it's fights. not, <laughs> this ain't, not everybody's going to be able to do this, man. You think someone in the 90s, after five or six rounds, would have quit with Tyson, would get this kind of lack of respect, I guess? Or... People would make fun of or public humiliation, whatever you want to call it, because this is Mike Tyson. This is a man. They're like, you went five fucking rounds. You went, yeah. Excuse my friends. You went five rounds with Tyson. Yeah. And be like, okay, you're good. Yeah, and then uh, just another thing that was brought up too, because they and then uh, you get how does how does Roberto Duran get a pass? Hands of stone. How does how does Roberto Duran get a pass with the no mas? Pazienza. Said he fought that man when he was like 80 years old and still the hardest punch he ever fought in his entire career. So, so no, but it was just like, why does why does Roberto Duran get a pass and Nicholas Walters do, don't? Good point. Good point. Good point. I like so, that point. I mean, I, I, just like I said, I'm a firm believer, die on your shield, but I understand. Hey, but you're, I get you're it. prolonged. I get it. I get it. So, I get my, it. Cousin, my cousin, now, my cousin that? Isaac. I'm sorry, we got an axe to axe man right now. Look, my cousin Isaac. When 007 was hitting the streets, man. No, Nintendo 64. Oh, yeah, yeah, Golden Eye, right? The Golden Eye, yeah. right? Uh, if you guys don't know what that is, man, go get you. Go go on eBay and you find. You better you not one. be playing no Minecraft or any retro style old school games. No Super Mario. If you don't know what Golden Eye is on 64, the best first person shooter ever made. Back to boxing. Yeah. So. He always used to say this thing. He was a killer at it. He was a killer at it. And there's still a, something that he says that I use to this day. When I was trying to run, when he only had one more point to score, when I, when I could not get away from him, he'd be like, hey, hurry up. Come over here. You're just prolonging the inevitable. Just, it's going to happen. It's going it's to happen. Gonna happen. Gonna so, happen like, so, like, whether he went all 12 rounds, 10 rounds, whatever it was, you knew it was going. He was pitching a shutout. Like he, it was a different class of fighter. Now, different he, class of fighter. I, I respect and I appreciate that. But we've we've given Nicholas Foster a little bit more attention than we probably should have because he did quit on the stool. He could not continue. I respect you for stepping in the ring because I won't fight Lomachenko. Not not for free, and not faded. But <laughs> let's pull up let's pull up these boxing rankings because Lomachenko right now 
is between 126 and 130. Now, we have discussed on previous episodes that we felt the 147-pound division was the still, best. Still reigns supreme, 140 welterweight, yes. Now, let's talk about, is there anybody in there from 135 to between 126 and 135 that you see that could beat Vasily Lomachenko today? Oh man, are you are you are you so you said one one twenty six to one thirty five? One twenty six, one thirty five. Don't don't even say Gary Russell Jr. because he's already lost. That was a majority decision. So even if he even if that means somebody saw it differently. An L is an L. An L is an L, but still Two it's a majority decision. Cool it wasn't it wasn't Look, I wanna stab you so I want a girl so, with extensions in her hair. Bamboo earrings, that you, was two pair. You want you want a LaFonda? You want a LaFonda? Sometimes. Look, man. Look, you still got you got Leo Santa Cruz in there. Ooh. Oscar Valdez. Ooh. Lee Selby. Carl Frampton. Takashi Mira. Tevin Farmer. Ooh. Who we got to bring up. Who we're bringing up. Jose Pedraza. Ooh. And that's just going up to 130. So that's, you that, know. What about 126? That was Santa Cruz? That, no, that, no, that's what I said. Leo Santa Cruz. That's what now I said. let's go so. up to 130. The, I named some of those though. So you, the Takashi Mira, or mm-hmm. he, hey, well, Javier Fortuna, hey, why don't you come? Why don't you beat Orlando Salido? How about do that first? Beat Orlando. Orlando Le- oh, as oh. long as everybody makes weight, he'll beat Orlando Salido. Look, that's, a, win, that's- a win is you just said a win is a win. A L is okay. a L, right? Didn't well, you? Didn't you say? Didn't okay. you just say that? Do we, do if we, we go back in time, this? if we no, go if we, back no, in time, we're not going. We can't go back okay. in time. We can't go back in time. Didn't you just say a L is a L? You're right. A L is a L. You're right. But so. Even the overweight Orlando Salido now, four years later, cannot beat Vasil Lobachenko. Whatever, a man, man who's established. Whatever. Right. Look, I'm not saying that he can, but I'm saying that's who gave you an L. Pound for pound, you got an you L. You got an L. By somebody who's older than you and He'll shouldn't have been He'll lose the rematch. If that rematch happens. 130. But as, as far as right oh, now. Let me see the names in there 130. Anybody else in there? We got we Fernando said, Vargas. Do you we, think he can beat Vasil Lomachenko? Francisco Vargas? Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, Francis. Yeah, Fernando Vargas, old retired fighter from '90s. Francisco Vargas, can he beat Lomachenko? Probably not. Carl Frampton, can he beat Lomachenko? Actually, uh, uh, the, the, the clock's ticking. We got. We only get. We got an hour show. It depends. It depends on how he fight. I think he. I think he can go to distance. I think he can. I could go to distance if I ran for three minutes. Nah, I, I look, I'm, I'm not giving corners. look the way Carl Frampton beat uh, Leo Santa Cruz, man. The way I told he, you he would way, beat Leo Santa Cruz. The way, the way Leo Santa Cruz didn't fight his fight, that's the reason why they have okay. a rematch. Well, Leo Santa Cruz, can he beat Lobachenko? He got to beat Carl Frampton for me first. I'm not even okay. worried about. I'm not even worried about you that. The but Carl, but no, but Carl, you out the but, discussion but now. But Carl Frampton, man, he's he's a formidable foe. I think for uh, Vasily Lomachenko, I think. Man, okay. he's tough, tough nose, man. He Ricky Hatton, man. Hey, 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 no, I like Carl Frampton. I like him a lot. I, I like him a lot. Now, Oscar Valdez. I, I have to see that. Um, as of right now, as of right now, I, I don't know if, and you know how much I love Oscar Valdez. You know how much I love Oscar Valdez. Oscar Valdez, if you all know, man, Mexican Juan fighter. Juan Marquez man. has an article out, and he says that he likes Oscar Valdez probably as much as you, but he isn't ready. For Santa he's Cruz not, or he's not, he's not. And but but the thing Gary is, Russell he's Jr. gonna yet. he's gonna have to step. He's gonna have to step up the level of competition. We, we said that the last time. I don't yeah, think he needs. He needs he needs some doorman fighters. He needs mm-hmm. doorman fighters. Those guys that are that second tier. That second. Okay. He needs one of those second tier fighters. Let's, let's 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 go expand this a little wider. Who just got a win? I know Nito Donaire, man from Las Vegas, Jesse Magdaleno versus Vasil Lomachenko. 
you can find. You know what? Thing. The way that he, the way that he fought, no needle, no needle to nair. He, he could if he if he boxed from the outside. You have to you have to box from the it's outside. Uh, the angles you have to get used to. You have to be in condition. You so have you're to saying be in you shape. pick Jesse Magdaleno? Is that what I said? I'm asking. No, you like to put a lot of words in people's mouth. I can see why people don't like you. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It doesn't matter. As long as you like me, I don't care what anybody else thinks. You know what? You'd be a great prosecuting attorney. I always felt that too. You you just sit there. But I've always always tried not to believe that because I knew my one day in court will come. And I'll be like, yeah, you know what, Your Honor? I'll be my own lawyer. And then things will just go bad for me. You know what they say? Man who has himself as a client is a fool. Yeah, it's true. Lawyer who has himself as a client is a fool. Something like that. Yeah, it's coming from the president of the Push T fan club. All right, my man. Abner Mars got a fight coming against Jesus Suela. Do you think Abner Mars or Jesus Suela Quella could beat Vicente Lomachenko? Probably not. Probably Abner Mars, I'm not going to call him a shell of himself because he's not. I he's still think not. He, I think he's still a great fighter. He's still Love, I, I, I've he's always still liked legit. Abner Mars. He's one of those he's one of those fighters that was always always kept me entertained. Mm-hmm. So he always, know, brought he's, it. he always brought it. Twenty nine two with fifteen knockouts, man. Really side, really, really solid fighter though. Only lost to Leo Santa Cruz and Johnny Gonzalez. Now this makes it a little interesting here because since all the fighters that we talked about with Vasil Lomachenko, I don't think either one of us could say that any of them could soundly beat them or even be the favorite in the fight. Now oh. Terry Flanagan, to go back to him. Is calling and asking for the Lomachenko fight. Tell his body to calm down. You can tell his body to slow down. Uh, he's a big boy. He's a he's a really big he boy. You don't have but, to use that size. But what, but, are, but what, are what Orlando you, Cruz should have done going inside? I I don't think I don't know if he can handle it in the pocket, man. Lomachenko that pocket, that that small phone booth area. That's that's how you, you got to chop a tree. You chop a tree at the roots, right? That's right. So timber they go down. So I'm. Nah, I'm not picking Terry Flanagan, but who nah, knows, man? Nah, he's bigger. Nah, what if he's, he doesn't put? He's but the thing it's is, it's not his style to do it, it's not, it's and he doesn't have the doesn't have the knockout power too. That's either. what I'm saying, Terry. Man, it's okay to call out the best of the best of the best, but stick in your own lane. You've defended four world titles in the UK. You can make it five if you find the right opponent. Now Lomachenko comes calling and knocking on the door. You better answer that call now. So uh, now, based on what we've discussed today, I think we've narrowed it down to Guillermo Rigondeau, possibly the only person who could just will take weight out of this. If you don't know who Rigondeau is, just Google voice and say Rigondeau. Guillermo Rigondeau, man. First of all, this this guy just I don't think boxer ever. I don't even know if this guy has teeth, man. I've never seen him smile. No, no, he's like Jay Z. He's like no, no facial expression whatsoever. Just no, No. he's just like he's dead on the inside. But this dude is he is beautiful to watch. Mm -hmm. Guillermo Rigondeau. We've I've mentioned his name a bunch of times on this show. Guillermo Rigondeau. Taking weight out of this, could Lomachenko beat Mikey Garcia? I think Gar- Garcia would need one or two more fights. Like even though, even though if he they needs, fought today, if they fought today, you would take Lomachenko. I, I would take Lomachenko if they fought I, today. I would. I, it'd be a pick 'em. It'd be a pick 'em. Okay. Like I can't, I, can defini- I can't, I can't re- definitively say who would. We'll I go mean, too deep into that one. You know, I, I like Mikey Garcia, answer. man. Just like I, like, I just like off. to put you on the spot. That's no, all. I completely I like to understand. Put you on the spot. Sometimes that's it. One more thing on the spot, just because with Nicholas Walters, did he have a hood pass? And did he still get to retain his hood pass? Yeah, you. Um, 
if your only loss is to Vasily Lomachenko, you still get your hood pass, man. Ooh, it's, good um, point. I, I will I will give good you and point. I will good I will point. allow that. And um, as long as I, you don't get that letter that says your application is under review. Yeah. So no, 20, 26 wins, twenty one knockouts. I can't take away his hood pass just for the simple fact that man, my man is still a fighter and he's still a champion. Choose your answer wisely on this one: Orlando Cruz or Michael Sam? Do they have a hood pass? No. Both of them? Nah. Just for simple fact that Michael Sam, I I did not know. He was only okay in the NFL. Nah, he, he was, was only okay in the NFL. He, okay. he tried to do but, that to boost his... But do, Orlando Cruz, Orlando, Orlando Cruz, when he tried to do go over the top, that's what did it. It's just like, man, just be, just be you. Just be yourself. Be comfortable with yourself. Orlando. Application denied, so I'm not sorry. So your application came in. We reviewed it. We spoke to everybody on there for references, and we've came to the conclusion that your hood pass has been denied. I'm sorry. You can apply again with us next year, maybe. Um, and just stick to Puerto Rico. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Michael Sam, I, I think you failed in, Miguel in Cotto Canadian there too. Uh, football. Uh, but uh, sorry, brother. Just keep trying. Maybe you'll, maybe you'll work out somewhere, somewhere else doing something. Now, let's go ahead and move forward because we talked about Vasil Lomachenko, who I think might be one of the best right pound-for-pound fighters out there. On TV, he looks a lot bigger than he really is. He's only five foot six, which is the same height, I believe, as like uh, Sean Porter, Keith Thurman. A lot of these 147-pounders. Seems like he's got a wide frame. Now, we are still coming off the heels of a pretty exciting pay-per-view fight with Kovalev and Ward, that still seems to be going on online. A lot of people still talking, talking smack to each other. People are hurt and emotionally offended by this. That was, I'm going to give, I'm going to put my nomination right now to the, as the fight of the year for the simple fact of the magnitude of it. You got two undefeated fighters. You got an amateur champion. You got somebody who hasn't lost since he was 13. And, and honestly, another one who hasn't lost since the amateurs. Then you got all the belts on the line. Then you have the drama afterward and what ensued. I'm gonna I'm gonna put my that's F O T Y 2016. F O T Y 2016. Um, so I'm gonna put that I'm gonna put that. I up there would for argue you. the Thurman Porter until you said the magnitude of the fight, the fact that they were both undefeated yeah. fighters. Yeah. At the top of their game. You can't. You can't. A, you can't get a bigger. Sta- there's no bigger stage. There was, there, was no bigger stage. there was no bigger stage. There was no bigger stage than that. Such a close fight. Could have went either way. I thought Kovalev won. I was rooting for Ward, so I'm glad Ward won. That's my man, SOG. I want you to get the title. That only had 160,000 pay-per-view buys. Uh, 300,000 pay- 300, pay-per-view buys for the Pacquiao-Vargas fight. That was all promotional issues. It's not even promotional issues. They just didn't promote that well. Jay-Z, main events, two of the... Jay-Z is probably on the bottom of promotional food chain. Yeah. Um... To have a fight like Andre Ward is luck of its own, if not some kind of skill or arrangement. Main events is the legacy from the Dubas, who, if you've heard our interview with Johnny Bump City, not a fan of them, so I may not be either, even though I like Kovalev. Because uh, their, their family business practice has not been the best over the years from what I've heard. But that could be one of the reasons why this fight only got 160000 or maybe because guys like me and you showed up to somebody else's house. No, no. At the same time, even when, if we did show up to somebody else's house to watch it, that should have got way more. The biggest fight of the year, only 160000 pay-per-view. I mean, if Canelo versus Liam Smith, 
got 300k now i know the mexican fan base is like second to none i know it i know it like i okay so so yeah they're gonna buy it but like a lot of people didn't even hear about this fight you know i have people i have people asking me now he's like hey yo isn't your boy fighting talk about no, like, 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 I, andre, I, like i know andre ward i thought you did know andre ward man i basically do man i vouch for him everywhere we I go exactly but no but it was like is your boy like people should know about those like when those fights were like when the canelo was on liam smith or the mayweather was on like you saw those commercials everywhere mm-hmm. so that was a that was a promotional um so the rematch if it happens which i think it will I believe they'll double, they'll definitely double those pay per view buys, because someone like me will be more vocal about it. Yeah, you need to make sure you watch that fight because that last fight was a great fight. If you want action and technical, just technical skills all involved from both sides there of the was, camp, there was no many clean shots. Andre Ward got popped and looked disturbed. He never looked. He's been popped before and been like, oh, okay, you got me. You know but this what? one, he was like. Ouch! You know, you know what I love about Andre Ward too, man. It, and it, it, it now listen. If you guys listen to the last episode, when I when I judged the fight, I did not use favoritism. I had one fourteen, one thirteen Kovalev, and that's only because the three rounds where it could it was a toss up. Instead of giving him ten ten, I gave Kovalev the nod on that, and still it could have went, went either way. Either way. Now I loved I love what Andre Ward said about it. He said that. You know, once he hit me with his best shots, he realized I wasn't going away, and he said, "I saw it in his eyes." That that lets me know, man. You, I got a I got a quote for that, but I'm gonna save it for a different you show. Though I, 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 I'm gonna say I'm gonna save it for actually. Yes. I think I, I think I may hold on to that for a while. No, I but I love that. But yeah. um, another thing that I love about what Andre Ward said too, he was like, he said with Kovalev, he's like he has that really really good Eastern European style, which is really. Which is it's great. It's a great style and it works. But he was like, "You've seen the best of Kovalev." Uh, he said, "You don't. You haven't seen." He said, "He said. He said you haven't seen." We saw the he best said, of Kovalev. He said, we "You saw, haven't we saw seen." A frustrated Kovalev near the end of the fight. He said, "You haven't seen the, the best of Andre Ward." He said, "You got. He has thirty six mm. minutes. He has twelve rounds of research on this man." I don't know, man. I don't know because that goes either way. Kovalev now has 12 rounds of research on yeah. this man. Yeah, very now, true. Now, this is a fight that he feels he won. Now, so that means the only thing he could do to change the outcome of this fight is to get a knockout. And he, Kovalev is a smart enough fighter. If there's a way to knock out Andre Ward, if there's a way to knock out Andre Ward, which I feel is yet to be determined, if there's a man that could find it, it would be Sergey Kovalev. Now, now... You know how you know how boxers end up when they go for the knockout. Uh, no, I'm, 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 what you got to say on this one? Oh, what I got to say on that yeah. one? Um, I think I brought it up a little bit earlier. What about the Pacquiao Marquez one? You're talking about sleepy time. I'm talking about the fourth. Face first. I'm talking about fourth. Fourth. <sighs> when you go, when you start going head hunting, mm-hmm. you want it too bad. You 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 got to sit there. You got to sit there and you got to box with that person. Yep. The you problem is, is Andre Ward is not knocking him out. He doesn't have to knock him out to get the win yeah, already. And right, then the thing right. is, now he has. He proved now, that already. He he doesn't have to do that. He with the research with the research. This is going to be a fight that people are going to argue about forever. Argue about forever. I don't know, man, because this is one of the few fights for that that's like it deserves a trilogy unless Ward just dominates him, like just from round one. Which to, I still, which I still think he could. I don't think he can, bro. I th- I think he can. I think the outcome. I think the outcome. I think Sergey's gonna get robbed a second time. It's not a robbery. Okay, you're right. I, it's I, not I, a robbery. I, I, I Thank apologize. You. Thank I adjust you. my verbiage. 
I think Sergey might lose another controversial decision. Nah, you know what? You know why I don't think it'll he'll lose a controversial decision? I think they'll change up the judges. I don't think they're all going to. I don't think they they're all going to be USU. They'll, they they'll gotta be get, probably, at least get, get they got to get a Mexican and a European. Let's get a Japanese dude or an Asian. Yeah, dude for real. Right wow, so, that, let's talk about that segregation right there. How how long are we gonna keep discriminating on our Asian judges? When can we get an Asian judge up in this mug? Huh? Are, last time? Have, you, have anybody seen? It? I don't, I'm not. Besides, I well, I haven't seen any fights outside the U.S., so I really don't know. But, <laughs> I'm gonna assume in Japan and everywhere else where there's fighting, they got to. But, all right, let's move forward here. Enough about the Asian judges and my brothers. I'll, I'll defend y'all later. We still have some fights coming up. Now, one of the best fights I saw this weekend was actually not in the ring, but in a press conference between David Hay and Tony Bellew. So, Tony Bellew, Bellew background Bellew, story. Bellew. If you guys, you guys know who this is, if you guys have ever seen Creed. Pretty, pretty, we, pretty, but, pretty we, Ricky, Ricky, Ricky. It was literally... It was literally the same thing in Creed. I that thought it press was a scene from it, Creed. It was literally the same from Creed. The press conference, though, it for was the first great, five though. minutes. I can tell if they were arguing or complimenting each other. Yeah, you know, I think I think we need to start putting the press conferences up on our page, man, just so you guys like, can see it. What you will see that by the time you listen to this, it will be on there on Facebook.com forward slash Squirt Circle One One. You'll see the little beef and heat. David Hay likes to bring the haymaker. So uh, it, it's I love when they get you know what you know why the sport is great. Let me tell you exactly why this sport is great. Because it's in, when you get all the trash talking, and especially when you got, so you got uh, people like Des Bryant talking talking about my Redskins or whatever, talking about how we need to get our money back for Josh Norman. Empty clips. Yeah, oh, just empty clips. What, 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 whatever, whatever. You got that trash talk or whatever. In boxing, you have to fight this man. That's the reason why the sport is great. That's so all that trash talk, all that trash talking you do, you literally have to go out there and fight this man. And so it's it's not just oh well, I stay away from him. Oh yes, all the good. No, I'm going to take his head off. A beautiful press conference. It's about 20 minutes long. It was it, great. It was, just, it was like it was longer than that because it was just two dudes. And David Hay did it. Pu- he handled it beautifully because he let Pretty Ricky talk. He let him say what he got to say. And Pretty Ricky made sure. I feel like. He took a I lot think, of shots. He, he had took, notes, right? He had, he had he, to have notes. He took because a lot he of brought shots. Up, he brought up some old stuff. He brought up some old stuff mm-hmm. from before. And then David Hay just went in and just. He laid it out to him. And he then, let Eddie Hearn and then, have it. And then at the same time, as you can tell, the, the, cerebral, the cerebral part of it is after David Hay let Tony Ballou talk, he, he wasn't even five minutes into talking to the press. When they started interrupting him and, and he started clowning, he, he was just like, hey, he's just like, Ballou, yeah. they just kept going at him. And it was just like, oh, man, that just shows the, the level of creativity. This man had. too, and then they're so, a little jealous because, yeah. I, but I thought it was just, uh, I thought I it was thought David how, Hay, I thought David Hay won the argument. He won the debate because the way he handled how himself. Do you, how do you feel about them taking shots at him saying that he's only taking this fight because, he one, he always fights bums and he needs the money? Um, I... <laughs> I think you need to think about that statement because you just called yourself a bum and you're giving the man the money. Just think about this. Hey. He only fights bums <laughs> for the money. What are you doing then? Why are you fighting this guy? You shouldn't even give him a chance. To, if that was the case, call him out in the street. You guys, in fact, you two would probably make more money on World Star than you would with this one. You know what? Because what would be more better than be like Tony Blue and David Hay got a fight in the street? That's what, You know what? My second favorite Rocky was Rocky Five with Tommy Guns and Rocky when they street fought. That was, a, that was, a, that was one of the best. That was hey, the Rocky, best Rocky. You need some backup, no man. This ain't no pie eating contest. <laughs> <laughs> great line, great line. So 
it is I think is you know what's really funny, man, is um I honestly don't like the arrogance of uh Tony Ballou, like just in the press conference or whatever. It reminds me of a lot of um Ricky Hatton. But uh even though it was funny, it's like contradicting. I like I like it sometimes too. I just didn't like it. I, the, I think it's the accent. It's the British accent. It's the British accent I think that, accent, that kills me about it. I told it. you, man, if I was so, a doctor, I I'd have a, I'd have an assistant who was British to deliver all the bad news. <laughs> because that's all they would do is deliver bad news because I feel like it would just so your your cancer is like spreading, and then like you're going to die. Oh. But you know what? You have good hair, and then we'll donate it before oh. you can uh, oh. lose oh. it. Well, since yeah. you put it like that, I guess it's not. I that guess it's bad. not. It's, <laughs> it's just not that bad at all. Now let's move forward. Let's talk about Tevin, the American Idol farmer. This is a name we brought up a couple times. Yeah. And a lot of other boxing aficionados seem to like as well. So he doesn't have that perfect record. No, he doesn't. But this boy has got some skills. So like so we've brought up Tevin Farmer a couple. A lot of boxing aficionados brought up Tevin Farmer. This is a guy this is a guy who's twenty three and four and he only has five knockouts. Mm-hmm. So you gotta look at the context of the whole thing. If you're talking about you're not talking about an undefeated fighter, you're not talking about somebody who's knocking people out. Something has to be special about this kid. He's, he's kind of like Gil- Guillermo Rigondeau. Because he's bigger than Rigondeau, he's a little bit more entertaining. Yeah. Because he could get in the ring with a lot of these guys that Floyd used to get in the ring mm-hmm. with. Now, he's the great, 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 great grandson or nephew of Joe Gans, um, uh, African-American fighter from the 1900s. You can look it up. Uh, allegedly. Uh, yeah. Ancestry.com is yet to verify this. But <laughs> I like Tevin Farmer. You should go online and look him up. He, he, he's got a fight coming up in Philly this Friday. It probably won't be televised. If you want to watch the fight, you hit us up at Talking Smack 101 on Twitter, and I will give you a link to watch the fight. I will not promote this link online, but if you hit me up on the side, I'm like, yo, you can watch this on your so, phone. You can watch this on your tablet. I got you. So uh, we we use a lot of references to mainly known boxers because we, we encourage all feedback. So when you tell me you don't know who some of these fighters are, and the reason why I keep mentioning a lot of the same fighters over and over again, I try to give you guys a context hey. of who you know. And we're learning too. Then we're learning too. We're still coming with it. But you know what? This guy has a lot of Pernell Whitaker movements. Like the way his demeanor, the way his ring generalship in the ring too is... It, I love Pernell. He's slick. He's slick. He moves. He's, he has a certain elegance he's about slick. him. Tevin Farmer. You guys got to look him up. He's slick. Now let's talk about some redemption. Richard Comey versus Dennis Shakovov. 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 Shafakov. 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 Hey, Dennis Shafakov is the spoiler. Yeah. He beat Jamel Harry, who was one of the great American hopes, Olympian. Former military, I believe. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Didn't end too well for Jamel. And now he is fighting Richard Comey, the man on a mission, the man who wants redemption against Robert Easter Jr. The winner of this fight gets to challenge Robert Easter Jr. for the IBF World Title. This is going to be a good, exciting, action-packed fight. It's another fight. It may not be televised, but if you want to watch it, you hit us up at Talk of Smack One Hundred One, and that's at Twitter. And your boy Sonny, your boy Shooter, we might send you the link. Because we know you're listening out there. We need the feedback. We need the fans. We need you to tell your friends and family about us. And th- I think this is going to be a good fight. Yeah, it's going to be a good fight. I've so Richard Com- Richard Comey versus Robert Easter Jr. If That's you haven't reason. seen that, fight, if you guys haven't seen the fight, it it was a great fight. Like you you'll be able to. I haven't been able to find a great link to put on the recent bout section because it's one of the first b- bouts that we put on there. Mm-hmm. 
You know. The only reason why Kovalev and Ward is still above this fight, particularly, is because of the magnitude. Magnitude. Because Thurman Porter, you can argue that all day, but they were both not undefeated fighters. Now, Komei and Easter was, but these guys were in barely in the 20s for their fights. Not over 30 fights and undefeated. Proven world champions. So, it's Richard Komei. He's one of those fighters after he lost it. Where is he from? Ghana? I think he's from Ghana. Mm-hmm. So when he, after the Robert Easter Jr. fight, I have Turn never, it. I have never, Robert Easter Jr. was the heavy favorite to win this fight. Bunny, he, Damn. and he's a great, he's a great fighter too. Squeeze but it I, out, I don't man. think, there's very few fighters that you fall in love with or you're happy for that you want to see again get another shot after a loss. After that's a loss. That's how, that's how, good, that's how good, that's how good, yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. It, no, Ruslan Provotnikov is always one of those cats. It's just that like you, right you want, you always want him to you want him succeed because he Rich- will bring nothing but entertainment. Richard Comey, man, his performance alone against Robert Easton Jr. to me, he probably should have deserved a rematch right away. But boxing is boxing; the, mm-hmm. it's the imperfections that make, make it, it perfect. perfect. So this is the steps you have to do to prove it. Now, he should be grateful that he he didn't get dropped in the rankings like a lot of fighter gets. Well, that's how close the fight was, that's too. Usually it was. usually it does. You don't drop you don't drop off that much. But he's that alone. Because the thing is, this dude's twenty-four and one now with twenty-two knockouts. Twenty-two knockouts. So two opponents, including Robert G oh, three, including Robert Easter Jr. Went the actual distance with this man in the ring, mm-hmm. and even this last fight, it could have went either way. It could have went, went either way. So still, a, you got to not a robbery, not a it bad a, decision. It was a split it was decision. A controversial it was a split decision. decision. A controversial decision. So it's um was great. It's just like we said, Dennis Shafakov. He's uh the guy who beat Shafikov. our uh, American Olympian uh, Jamel Herring, which Shafikov. was which. It's funny. It's like when we have up and coming prospects and they lose. You, it's funny how they fall off and they He's don't get it. Tell I I hate that. Yeah. So um, I'm actually I'm actually Shut hoping up. for I'm actually hoping for a Richard Kamei to come out on top I of want, this because I want, I want to Kamei, see. I'll, I want the rematch with him and Easter Junior. I want another fight that ends with like I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't when, know. He, when I gotta throw my notepad yeah, down to the like, floor and I'm know. like, hey I man, watch, I, I have to watch this again another day of the week. Yeah, there's a lot of fights going on this weekend. Uh, one of them I, that we're going to highlight is Dennis Lebedev versus Moret Gassiv. Now, Billy Joe Saunders is fighting also this weekend, but you know what, Billy Joe? I'm sorry. I like you, but you can't call out Triple G and then fight Artur Akov. If I, I apologize if, if I'm mispronouncing your name, but I haven't heard of you. A lot of people that are listening probably haven't heard of Billy Joe Saunders, even though they should have because he's a, a world champion right now. Instead, we're going to talk about Dennis Lebedev and Marat Gassiv. Now, these are two fighters, one managed by Al Heyman, Dennis Lebedev, an undefeated, undefeated knockout artist, and so is Marat Gassiv. These are two fighters that are fighting in Russia. You may not have heard of them, but if you look them up, just look at the highlights. I guarantee you'll be like, damn! Because that's the type of entertainment they bring. You want KTFOs? Look up Gassiv. These are two undefeated fighters. Dennis Lebedev is trained by the great Freddie Roach. Murat Gassiv, I've seen him fight one time on BBC, and he demolished Jordan Schimmel. 
If you you probably never heard of George Shebel, just look it up though, and you're gonna be like, ouch, that freaking hurt. Lebedev is no soft though. These are two Eastern European guys that are just gonna go in there and throw bombs. But I'm gonna say this is the fight you want to watch this weekend if you catch any boxing at all. And if you need the website, I told you, hit me up on the side. I'll tell you where to go. I can't see it online. Because this is how we do it here. When we talk about the sweet science. Squared Circle 101. That's Facebook.com forward slash. Don't forget us on Twitter. Talk is back 101. Hit us up on Gmail. at Squared Circle 101. We're everywhere you need to be. And make sure you download the app. Go into the app store. Just type in Squared Circle Download the app or subscribe to us on iTunes. We're even in Google Play. In fact, if you name one, I'm probably there. And let's not forget about the things that make you feel good. If you want to challenge yourself and you want to feel better, then why not be better with the best for the last three years in Western Washington at IMRECF.com. IMRECF.com, and that's Renton CrossFit. They have locations in Tacoma, Bellevue, and Renton. If you want to feel better about yourself, if you think you're physically fit and you want to challenge yourself, then you make sure you click on their website and you say Square Circle 101 sent you. You will get a two-week free workout. Anybody else who walks in, you get one free workout. And usually after that one free workout, they're like, wow, this is real. Ask Robert Guerrero, world-class fighter who also trains in CrossFit. I've done it before. People who know me knew I did it for a whole year straight. Not a joke. If you want to feel physically fit and better, you do the CrossFit at IMRCF.com. Pick your three locations if you're in Western Washington. And if you're just visiting even for two weeks, guess what? You can get a free two-week workout. Just say IMRCF.com and you tell them Squared Circle 101 sent you or you heard us from the Boxing Podcast. How you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. You right? Yep, I'm all right. What did you start the show off with? Something good, right? I started, it was all right. It's the repetition of affirmations that leads to belief. And once that belief becomes a deep conviction, things begin to happen. Simplify so, that for me again. So basically what that means is, man, once you get an idea, you take that idea, you believe it, you put that in your heart, you store that away. And then once you do that, the universe takes care of itself, man. And you know why? And put it out there. That's because I believe, you believe, the word if is no longer in our vocabulary. It's not about if, but when. Because we will succeed and we will be better. And we will do it because you're going to tell your friends, you're going to tell your family members, you're going to do everything you got to do to make sure you succeed just like us. Pound for pound rankings, who's number one now? Right now? Right now. Still Triple G. Still Triple G, still, pound for pound. Still Triple G. With Andre, with Andre Ward beating Sergey Kovalov, you can you don't get one big win and get and get it because don't 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 say one big win. Say the biggest. There's what what else is going to be? So the only other win yeah. as of right now in boxing, yeah. out of right now in boxing, what wins are going to be bigger? Maybe a Canelo Alvarez versus Triple G. But see what else? Sergey Kovalev's resume outweighs Andre's one big win. Because he's been destroying the entire 175-pound division okay, for so, his one okay, so big win. Okay, so check this that out. Check this that out. a controversial okay. decision okay, that's check this that out. you felt he didn't even win. No, I didn't say I felt he didn't even win. The way Based that on I the score that you scored it, he did not win. Okay, so check this out. So all, man, the people, all, all, the, all the people that Sergey Kovalev beat, you don't think Andre Ward could have beat him? 
Well, okay, I'll give you that one. Yeah. Could be, uh, hey, okay, okay. Sir Kovac yeah. could have just took out the light work, Man, and I'll take care, and I'll take care, possibly, I'll take care of the bully possibly. on that. Think about it that possibly. way. Possibly, okay, okay. But then, but then, why does Andre Ward get a pass? Because for the last three years, he went through promotional issues. Only promotional rest, issues. That's the only Dan reason Goosen, why. Rest in peace. You know, and then he got with Jay Z, who they were trying to blackball from boxing. Somehow was able to get Andre Ward and Miguel Cotto to the biggest draws in boxing. And then finally get him a shot with Sergey Kovalev against two other fighters. One of them was paid in full, not even didn't even get to watch the fight. The other two fights weren't even very entertaining. So they against, weren't very entertaining. But, Joe but, the same, the but, the, but the same way you felt about Mikey Garcia when he came back into the rankings after he, his time, Paul. He didn't deserve the top rank. When they come back, they were undefeated champions. Why and then after know? that, then after that, no. why can't they get the pass for that, man? I, I can't give it to SOG. It's yet. not. I want to give it to SOG. I can't give it to SOG because I can't. I can't even put him above. I, I can't even put him above Canelo because of activity. Because of activity alone. Activity alone. Now, granted, it's easier to find fights in Mexico. I understand. I understand you can find. Them I think any, you fought any, some of Canelo's uh, fighters in Mexico. It's possibly, probably lost to him also, but <laughs> that's not going to boost Canelo's career at all. But this is a tough one here. I would love to hear some feedback on this one if you're willing to talk some smack to the one on ones here, because we got the lessons. This is the partners grind. Your power hour of pure entertainment. I want to give it to SOG. I think Triple G or Canelo deserves the number one spot. But I can see your argument for SOG. I can see it because Sergey Kovalev. I don't know if Canelo or Triple G could beat Sergey Kovalev. Nah. Triple G's not moving out of 160, homeboy. He ain't going. He ain't going past 168. He ain't going. He ain't going. He ain't going. He, ain't going, going, for it. he, he don't. Go he don't want that. He don't he want them problems. He ain't going past 168 at all. At all. Now, Andre Ward was talking about heavyweight. You think he can handle Anthony Joshua? Nah. No. Nah. Too big. Too strong. Uh, I think his get. I think the dynamic of his game will change. Oh, I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to see Andre Ward. Uh, not. I'm not even gonna say running. I don't want to see Andre Ward moving around the ring uh, a lot too, too much. much. So I, like I, I don't want. I don't want him to stick go. Stick it light heavy. Stick, stick to light heavyweight. If you, you know, want to go to cruiser, maybe. Not stick even. To light heavy. Not even that, man. I, I don't want. His, I don't want his he's, the dynamic of his game to change. You remember when Roy? You remember, you remember when? You remember when Roy Jones went up to heavyweight? Was it was small, different, bro. He, it he's was different. Small, he fought. Yeah. He fought. He didn't fight like Ronnie Jones. I want to see yeah. you at your best in the he, weight class he, that he, you're he, supposed he beat to be. Guys in. like Andy Ruiz, nobody too big, nobody nothing like that. But it's okay because this is talking smack one on one, squared circle one on one. We are here to discuss the sweet science. This is your power hour of pure entertainment, episode twenty. A pinnacle moment for us. We are in clear double digits. We are going into a whole other category of numbers. Moving forward in life. Hopefully just like you. Now. I just want to say that I have a great time on number 20. And I look forward to number 30, 40, and 50 with my brother right here with me. My man Shooter. And this is your boy Sonny Iliano, Mr. Peaky Rig Shining. From the Peaky Rig Society. If you ain't part of that Peaky Reach Society, hit me up. If not, hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Squared Circle 101. You got anything you'd like to say, man? Yeah, man. Uh, we're not big enough to forget anybody yet. <laughs> I appreciate all you guys who listening, man, who stay in the tune, who's come back week after week, man, for us, man. Just like my man Sonny said, we're your power hour appearing entertainment, and we hope to be that till we make it to the bigger stage, man. But I, I sincerely, from the bottom of my heart, I appreciate all you guys for this.
There's no longer if, but when. Make sure you give a shout-out if you need some production. You hit up our boy at thefirstborn at twitter.com for our man Ronnie for some production. He'll hook you up. If you want to hear some good hip-hop, hit up my man Bruce Leroy. Or my man Tex One in Vegas, because this is how we do. We spread this network Hey, yo, Firstborn, we was talking about it today, man. Once we do make it big, we taking you hey, with it. We writing you into the contract. You're going to get the call. You're you like, hey, the, hey, we got to move. We got to move, man. We take, like, we're bringing you with you. Hey, don't even worry about it. Don't even, hey, don't even uh, pack your bags, man. We'll take care of that when you get down there. You know where to find us. Download the app. Spread Circle 101. We'll see you next week.